0: How's it going, lovebirds? You are now tuned in to the podcast that brings you real relationship advice from real relationship experiences. I'm your host, Derek Brown Jr., the Good Company Relationships expert, and on today's episode, we are back in action, and I'm just going to interview our special guest. As always, very special Adam Hendershot and. He has no idea what to expect. This is such a raw podcast. And and, (laughs) no problem. (laughs) So, I mean, let's get into it. The topic of today is the first month of a new relationship. Mm, I like that topic. I knew you would. I I knew you would. (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't even know what to ask. I mean, I guess here we go. What has been like. (laughs) <laughs> in your first month mm-hmm. in a new relationship um i would say i mean
1: wait say it again
0: what has it been like in your first month into mm-hmm. your new relationship
1: i think it's been great i mean i think in any relationship i think it's important obviously i mean you have to you have to build rapport so figure out you know i think the biggest thing is like ground rules mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day like you guys gotta you know you you have to figure out you know like what's important to one another what you know what is gonna get the other person emotional and kind of work around some of those things but as far as me personally like it's been it's been great and you know me personally I'm not much historically I haven't been much of a relationship person so you know just to um allow myself to be in that position is pretty
0: it's pretty cool. So, what so. would you say is different about this girl that, that stole your heart, you know, for you not to be a, a relationship person in the past?
1: Mm. Well, I think the biggest thing is so there's a part of me, like, I'm a very independent person, I think that that's a poor important thing to say first. So, I, I think you know what drew me away from relationships particularly you know in the modern age and in you know in high school grown up and stuff and even in college um, there's this kind of dynamic in most relationships that I saw where you know it was a lot of just people attached at the hips you know attached at the hip rather and it was almost like you know you, you almost start like sharing an identity and it's like almost lose a sense like a sense of agency self-agency and I I never liked that idea and whenever I started getting involved with someone I would start feeling a loss of individuality but I think that's all comes down to um, you and your partner having a certain level of self-esteem having a certain level of clarity with what you want in your life and then figuring out where you know both of you, you both have your own separate vision, but where does that vision overlap, and how can you both take your unique you know um, um, skills, resources, um, personality, and how can you combine that and make something great? You know,
2: mm-hmm. and I think there's mm-hmm.
1: there's a great quote, and, it, and it's basically the idea that you know a great relationship, you know, it's not you and your and your partner looking at each other in the eyes. It's you and your partner looking forward to the future together, mm. and figuring out like, okay, what can what can we build together for the future? It's not, it's not for the other person. It's not because of an adoration of the other person. Like they're just another person. Like I think, I think there's a big mistake a lot of men make out there, and I, I'm not saying women don't make this mistake, but you know, I can only speak from a man's experience, obviously. And I think a lot of men out there, they have this glorified idea of what a woman is and it's almost like they don't even look at them like they're just a human being you know and there's like this you know I think there's a lot of guys that are terrified of women out there especially high value women oh yeah I think there's tons of guys out there that are terrified of women but on the but when even when I say terrified what I actually mean by that is that they absolutely adore women
0: Mm -hmm. but because
1: they adore them it's so unattainable and so scary it's mm-hmm. terrifying it's such
0: a it's such a a fear it's a captivating thing because it's like wow this is somebody i really want or or mm-hmm. to uh, attain that i have mm-hmm. to be this kind of person mm-hmm. and because of that and they feel so you know insecure about where they are it right now it makes you self-conscious yeah and they, mm-hmm. and they feel like they can never be mm-hmm. with this kind of woman
1: mm-hmm. but that's and that's and that's the whole thing is like you know if you don't feel worthy that means you probably aren't I mean, yeah. I mean, if you, you know, believe
0: that about yourself, and well,
1: well and that, and that's the whole thing. Is like, there's a lot of guys that you know, and that, that's a whole that's that's a mechanism that's there for a reason. You know, there's a reason that women have they have a guard up, and they and they, in a way, you know, just you know, I don't think this is the way it always works, but the way that it's been observed in nature, and the way you know, a lot of times how dating dynamics work is, men kind of have to prove that they're not an absolute monster. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, a lot of women have terrible experiences with guys that try to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. You know, dudes that just all they want is sex or, um, you know, whatever the case may be. Maybe they don't have the best intentions, you know, and women naturally they over time they mature and they, you know, I think there's a transitionary period where they put up this wall and they don't, you know, and it's hard to get to the core of meeting who that person is. And they put up this front of like... I am this unattainable, perfect being. You know what I mean? I think a lot of men look at particularly attractive women this way. They look at them as this unattainable type of, like, goddess or, like, Mm -hmm. something. But Mm -hmm. in reality, they're just as insecure as you are.
0: Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they
1: yeah.
0: they're people. They they're thinking: Do I look pretty enough for this guy, or mm-hmm. or am I sexy enough, or mm-hmm. or you know all those things that makes a person look at their body and makes them think like, am I even good enough? You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean,
1: we, and that, and that's the thing. It's like, so if you're a guy and you know you're getting involved with with a girl, and you know, I think there's there's always this phase of like, okay. You know i'm meeting this girl you know there's there's always that dating game you know where it's like you know it's kind of push and pull it's like um kind of playing who's like like hard to get like who's Mm going to chase who's going to who's going who's going to run away Mm -hmm. you know there's always Mm -hmm. that dynamic there but i think obviously that's kind of a childish game to play but it's it's a it's a part of who we are it's it's a fun little game um But there's going to be a point where you're ready to move past that, and maybe Mm -hmm. she will be too. Mm -hmm. And I think the way that you that you kind of move past some of that and really get to the who the authentic person is, you know, and they might not be ready for the serious type of conversations that you know that you're ready to have. And I'm even talking to women that you know a lot of men aren't ready to have these kind of conversations. But you know, talk about like well, not even about like don't talk about oh well we have this in common so then it's going to work or, or we have that in common so it's not going to or we don't have this in common so it's not going to work think about like you have to know what you want just out of life like if you both know just like what you want what you care about what your values are if there's overlap there and you and there's a potential that you can build a life together you know why the hell not give it a shot yep, you know I
0: agree. I, and agree I think
1: people focus on the wrong things when they're getting into relationships they focus on the sex they focus on um, the things that they have in common, they focus on what is similar about their partner, not necessarily what's different. Because, you know, I, I think it's important that you that you find a partner that actually balances out what you're already what you're bad at. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. if you surround yourself with someone that's just like you, you're you're going to be losing a lot of perspective. Yep. You know, but yeah i mean but just for me it's been kind of a learning experience because i've learned i've already learned some things about myself i've learned some things about you know the person i'm seeing and um it's been it's been a really positive experience so far and it's uh yeah i mean i can only see good things from here so
0: well that's amazing
1: that is definitely amazing
0: also want to mention to all the lovebirds who are listening Uh, We are recording in a car right now. So keep in mind for this episode and future episodes, we're going to bring you extremely real and random podcasts and maybe with someone, a stranger to me that had no idea they would be on the episode and we could be in any place at any time. So just just stay tuned and stay, you know, keep your ears open. If the sound quality isn't that good, we apologize. But I promise you, we're going to be bringing you a lot of good content. So back to the questions, Uh, Adam. Yes. So what is the thing that you feel like kept you from being a relationship person in
1: the past? Hmm. Well, I mean, I I would say the main thing, like I already kind of touched on that, that. The main thing is that, you know... I I value a lot of time by myself and to be honest like I'm at a place in my life right now where uh, quite frankly I have to be selfish and I have to invest most of my time into into building the lifestyle and then the you know and in, in working on the goals that I've set for myself you know and it's really that simple it's like I don't really have time for a relationship where someone expects me to be with them, you know, a lot of the time, and, um, you know, I, I just want someone that respects my time, and, you know, I, I think everyone should look for something like that, but I, I think, I think the biggest thing is, you know, hmm, that that's a good question. That's a really good question. I mean, I don't really know what kept, has kept me from being in relationships, I, but.
0: I, I mean, I only say that because, like, I've, I've known you for a little time now and, you know, I've never seen you, you know, so in tune with another person. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I've heard relationship stories in the past, but like none of these women, you know, had that thing that you felt was, and I don't want to say good enough, but, you know, you, you're, you're definitely not the person that was settled. So when you say things like, you know, I'm not looking for a relationship where I I'm giving them all of my attention and focus because obviously you're working on yourself you're working on your business mm-hmm. you know I think that's a little bit different because that means that the the women in your past were seeking some kind of attention from you maybe maybe a lot of it maybe um they're they're looking for like these certain amounts of texts or mm-hmm. or they're looking for or they probably felt like you were a a different kind of guy with like an an asshole because you're a distant not because you're purposely doing it but because you are actually investing in yourself Mm.
1: yeah you know I've I've thought about that before too and you know it's like I don't want to come off you know like a just complete dick but like you know I think I think it's important like just setting boundaries for anyone any not even non-romantic relationships just setting boundaries and understanding hey you know what's important to me isn't necessarily what's important to them mm-hmm. you know so we have to respect what's important to other people
2: mm-hmm.
1: and understand that you know that we don't all value, we don't have we don't all have the same value systems so we all think other things are more important than you know
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and and an important thing is to like communicate those things mm-hmm. and like if mm-hmm. if that you don't meet those then
1: to be able to right right well and and some people you know they they want to hear like just this is one example you know some people don't care about this but some people want to verbally hear every once in a while you know hey I care about you. Or, hey, I right. appreciate
0: you. I'm thinking about you.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about I you. I miss you. Yeah, and some people really appreciate that. And, you know, me personally, like, I, I appreciate that when I hear it. But, like, <laughs> do not... Care? No, I don't care. Like, it's <laughs> not like I... It's not like I would never just be sitting and thinking, like, oh, man, like... I wish someone would think about me. Right. You know what I mean. But like, so that's not important to me. But like, if you're with someone that appreciates that, you know, take note of that. Right. Just when you think about it, just send 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 a text text, or something. Just do the thing. Something simple. It's like exactly. And for me, you know, another example. It's like me personally. Like, I don't like making the bed. Like, I it's something that I just don't care about. I'm gonna mess up the sheets anyways. But if your partner Really, just likes the bed made. Just make the damn bed. Yeah, man. It's a make small the, sacrifice. Make the damn bed, and it's like, it's just something small you can do. Even, even if, and that, and that's the thing. You have to be. You have to stop being selfish in relationships,
2: mm-hmm,
1: and like think about. Okay, it doesn't matter what's important to you. It doesn't matter what's important to you. And, and you can know? even think and of it and just with little way. things like. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh,
0: no, I was just gonna say like just you know piggybacking off what you were saying. Like even if you wanted to be selfish, like the most selfish thing you can be doing is being unselfish. Because if you're doing all these things for a return, like you're you're not only investing in someone that you truly care about, you know, but that's going to come back f- to you a hundred percent. Like if you're making the bet for them, if you're the mm-hmm. one who's doing the things that they care about, like what do you think is going to do for you? Like they they're, they're going to do those things for you in return the things you enjoy the things you do like and it's a small sacrifice when you truly find someone you want to spend your quality time with you know
1: mhm mhm yeah and i yeah i think that's that's sound advice for anyone that's getting into a relationship any relationship
0: any non romantic romantic mm-hmm. just meeting someone like figure out what this person loves figure out what this person likes and like be be unselfish, you know help mm-hmm. help them out, figure out their love languages and and just mm-hmm. go crazy on those, because mm-hmm. I mean life is too short to be playing around with these these relationships that are just playing with with your emotions you're playing with other people's emotions and at the end of the day you just missed out on another person that you probably could have been with you know Mm -hmm. and 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 definitely don't settle but when you find that person that you feel like okay this is somebody I feel like I can build with then hey like do the things you got to do to make that shit work
1: for Mm -hmm. real Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and that's and that's the thing is I think people have an idealized um, vision of what they think love is like or what relationships are like. And I don't believe that the ideal relationship exists. I don't believe, I don't even believe that love can conquer everything and just like love to me is not enough. Love isn't enough for anything. You know, like love isn't enough to save the world. Love isn't enough to save a relationship. It's not, it's never enough because when you think about it, love is cheap. Love is just a feeling that you have it, It's it's a completely Irrational and um, Unexplainable Unexplainable and, and the thing is It can be unconditional
2: mm-hmm.
1: A mother mm-hmm. can love her son Even though her son is a serial killer mm-hmm. Or a murderer or mm-hmm. whatever
2: mm-hmm.
1: That is completely irrational mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me It's like love is never enough
2: mm-hmm.
1: You know women love their husbands Who beat them mm-hmm. You know love is never enough mm-hmm. you know what is enough love and respect
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that, respect. that thing because that respect to me like I don't know like there's some people believe different things but I think to a certain degree respect is earned I think it's important to give respect and trust up front and then if they, res- if they break your trust you're gonna lose respect you know and I think and I think love is never enough you have to have respect and love and like, you know, and everyone starts, if everyone starts with a hundred points of trust and then you, you know, you tell some lies and then your partner finds out whether or not they do, you know, you go down to 80, Yeah. you know, and it's like, or zero. Now, now your, your, your level of respect for them is also going down mm-hmm. and you know, they're going to, they're not going to, if your partner doesn't feel respected, they're definitely not going to feel loved. Nope. So it's like even though you might feel love for your partner and you still victimize them in some way, you still have to respect your partner. You still have to respect what they want. You know, and I think there's a lot of controlling people out there that think that they can control someone and that the other person should be okay with it because they love them, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and that's Mm -hmm. just unrealistic. You know, everyone's an individual. No one wants to be. I mean, Mm -hmm. some people. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say no one wants to be controlled, but as a general rule, people don't like to be controlled, you know everyone's an individual. So it's like,
0: and, and like, you know. if you are, you know, this kind of person who is doing these things to people, you know, and then it backs backfire, it backfires on you or you find out, okay, you really do love this person. This person finally decides to leave you and you feel like, oh wow, I just missed out on something that was truly great. That's going to really like, fuck you up. That's going to put you in a whole different place. Mm-hmm. Cause then you're going to be, you're going to mm-hmm. f- feel fully responsible for missing out on something that was really good for you. And what's that going to do for you mentally in your next relationship? You know, are mm-hmm. you going to try to treat the next person right? You know, and how how does that make that that person feel when they see you treating that next person right? Mm-hmm. It's like it, it, it becomes like such an unhealthy thing for both sides when you play these games, when you treat these people disrespectfully. You know, it's mm-hmm. it just it's not a win win at
1: all. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And again, I think it just comes down to being completely honest about with what you want. Not not even like what you want, meaning like, hey, like in what in the context of a relationship when I say that, saying what you want, a lot of people would assume that means, hey, I want you to start doing something differently. No, it's like, no, 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 no. It's no, what, what do I want out of my life? Because, you know... The fact that your boyfriend doesn't pick up after himself, that's something that you guys can figure out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like as people people focus on these little problems that annoy them. It's like you're never if you decide to spend the rest of your life with someone, do you think that you won't be annoyed by them? Of course you're going to be annoyed by them. Like I've never spent a lot of time with anyone who didn't start annoying me in some way. But what can you build to make it worth it? What redeeming qualities make it worth it about that person, you know? And to me, that's, that's what it's all about. It's like, you're going to annoy the shit out of your partner too. So like, mm-hmm. you're, you're not, you're an, you're an annoying fuck too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know to what it. I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. everyone's annoying. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, don't, don't focus on the little things that turn you off about the other person. Focus on what you want out of life. Make sure that, you know, your partner knows what they want out of life You know, you have a vision for your future, you have responsibilities and goals, and then figure out, like, how can you combine your lives in a useful way and help each other out, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about, Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's never, yeah, yeah, And and it's, I think a lot of it is, too, it's like having the ability to keep your own identity in your own life, but then create a new identity with that person, but still keep your old identity. Yep. Because, I don't know, the way I look at, like, a family, like, my like my family, for example, the Hendershaw family, like, like, our nuclear family, like, mom and dad, myself, Zachary, Emma and Elizabeth, like, we have our own, like, identity, we have our own little rituals, our own routines, our own foods that we eat, our own phrases that we use, slogans, it's just like anything else, it's just like, it's its own little identity, its own little life, so it's like, but... I realize what made that work is both my parents they have their own career they have similar values there's a good amount of overlap you know of what they care about but obviously you know they're not exactly the same you know they have some different interests and you know there's there's personality traits that are very at odds you know that make them at odds but I think because They learn to become comfortable with their own insecurities and their own things that are bad about themselves. They're able to forgive other people's shortcomings easier. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of people aren't even they they don't even they're not even aware or in, in like they haven't forgiven themselves for the bad things that the bad things about themselves and the annoying things about themselves. So how can you? expect to forgive anyone else for their annoying things or their shortcomings mm-hmm. if you can't mm-hmm. even forgive yourself yep you're always the
0: victim yeah they're always the wrong person yeah they're always the the one that's not right it's for like, them
1: so it's like focus like literally be selfish
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
1: then like you'll start seeing other people in a different light like figure out what your strengths are what your weaknesses are and figure out how you can leverage those minimize your your weaknesses surround yourself with someone who you know who um is good at your weaknesses and Mm -hmm. a lot of times what Mm -hmm. you're bad at might be what you don't like it might be what annoys you Mm -hmm. but you have to remember that what you don't like you still need Mm -hmm. I mean there's there's some ways of thinking some ways of being some ways of behaving like for example if you have a very emotional partner and you're very logical maybe you need some fucking emotion in your life Mm mhm Mm-hmm. Maybe you need an emotional perspective. Mm-hmm. You need that You need that balance. Maybe you need a logical perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like flip the other side of the coin. Maybe it feels uncomfortable and annoying, but mm-hmm. that probably means you're growing. And that's a, a, a side of
0: yourself that you
1: most likely haven't been in touch with. Yeah. It's like it's got to be important if it makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. nothing that's important ever felt comfortable. You know, like what's comfortable is what you know. <laughs> it's like, what good is that? You know, well that that was an
0: amazing first episode for season two of the Good Relationships podcast. Do you yeah. have any
1: uh, last words for the love Man, that's it. Just respect each other, love each other, and <laughs> man, that's enough.
0: <laughs> All right, love thank you for tuning in. Uh, glad to be back. Like I said, season two, we're going up to anybody who's ready. Real raw relationship advice. Thank you as always. Stay blessed, not stressed. Appreciate you guys. Thank you, Derek.